Hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Maniac Podcast, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. This is the prediction episode. This is where I'm going to predict like uh, transfer transfer portal stuff, who, who may be going to the NFL, uh, and then I'm even going to throw in uh, team captains for next year. It's going to be a short one, but I got at least one bombshell that some people don't seem to be agreeing with me on, which I think is great, by the way. Uh, I love the fact that this is going to uh, open some dialogue. So before we get into it, because I'm real excited about this episode, uh, let's get into the housekeeping. Go to YouTube. YouTube will be, uh, after the new year, I am going to start putting uh, just short little breakdowns about basketball and my feelings on the games uh, right there on YouTube. And then once or twice a month, I'm maybe even more, I'm going to be doing regular podcasts. So there's going to be just certain YouTube uh, content coming up soon. All right, same with the NFL, same with NFL, same with the uh, football season next year. We'll just figure that out as it goes. Uh, two, go to uh, social media. I am at Maniac Podcast uh, on Twitter. I'm all, which I will also be live tweeting games, uh, the bowl game and all basketball games. I will also go to uh, Instagram, which is the Michigan Maniac Podcast. And also, uh, Facebook fan page, Michigan Maniac po- Podcast fan page. Uh, go to those places. I, I try to make my own memes. I try to make my own uh, Michigan stuff now that I've got some Photoshop going. So enjoy that. Really enjoy it. I have a good time doing it. Um, also, talk, to, I'll, it, talk about anything, really. I mean, if you think I'm crazy about something, I welcome it. All I say is don't come like an asshole. If you have a real thing and you say, hey, you're crazy, I don't mind, but have something behind it, you know? I don't mind having dialogue. I'm just not going to deal with belligerent buttholes. I'm not going to do it. So, but before we get into it again, I'm getting a little too excited here. Uh, the promotion I have that I really love is this the Maniac logo sticker promotion. So go to um, the Michigan Maniac fan page on Facebook or Apple Podcasts, or if you guys know it as iTunes, same thing. Uh, go leave a review, right? Hit me up on the DM. Let me know your full name, your address, and which platform you did it on. So either iTunes, Apple Podcast, same thing, or the Michigan Maniac fan page on Facebook. Let me know. I will then send you a free Michigan Maniac logo uh, sticker. They're fantastic. They've been flying off the shelves. Uh it's great. So I, I will continue to do it for as long as I have this show. I think it's a great one, and I love getting my face out there. So let's get into this, right? Uh, so before I get to the main prediction that I have, I want to go over a few little ones, okay? Ones that, I mean, they're not they're not super crazy because, let's face it, I waited too long to do this, and a lot of it has already come out. And I've been, I always take notes throughout the year. So just the reason why I wanted to do this is because a few years ago, I predicted and almost to the year when Urban Meyer was going to quit and why Urban Meyer was going to quit. I gave many reasons for it. I think I have two or three shows about it, but that was just one. And I, 
I wanted to get a show about this. So I write down notes throughout the year on just some things I read and just some things I've noticed and how some people respond to things. Because when I went to college, I went for psychology. So I'm very into human behavior and things that people say when they want to say some things, what they're not saying when they don't say it, you know, all that kind of stuff. Very into it. So that's why I pay attention to this stuff. That's why I have this podcast right now, this, this predictions one. So I should have done it earlier. That's my fault. But this is the first annual one. I'll have them for the rest of the time, closer to the end of the year like this. And then we'll have a update one. And we'll see if I was right or if I was wrong. And then we'll laugh about it. Because I'm sure some of them I'm going to be fucking crazy wrong on. And I'm fine with it. This is all for entertainment. So, But before we get into this, I am going to say this is a disclaimer. I am not a Michigan insider. I have no ties to the team whatsoever. All I am is a rabid fan that reads tweets, that reads articles, that uh, looks at interviews and pieces together things that I think are relevant. That's all I do. All right. These are my hunches and my hunches alone. I have no real basis other than what I believe and what I have gathered. So there's nobody in the Michigan uh, program that's telling you me anything. So if I get these right, it's just because I know how to read the tea leaves the right way. And if I get them wrong, it's because I'm a crazy idiot. So let's just go with it. Either way, we're going to have fun talking about it. That's why I want to do this. It's fucking awesome. All right. So uh, I'm going to go with next year's captains. Get that one right off the bat. Get it out of here. Um, next year captains, I'm going to say Milton. Uh, Ruiz and Quiddy Pay, right? Because I believe, and that leads into the net. These last couple, prom- these well, the upcoming predictions. I believe all three of these guys are going to be starters, right? I believe Ruiz isn't leaving because Ruiz, uh, very good center, probably underrated in the nation's eyes because uh, Michigan ha- hasn't really been setting the world to fire lately. You know what I mean? But uh, very underrated. Just solid. I mean, fast, smart, big. Uh, he's everything you want in a center, to be quite honest. But I think he's coming back for his senior year only because this is a super heavy senior, like a uh, uh, center draft in the NFL. Like there are top the top ten centers. I don't even think Ruiz would even crack the top ten of the center. So I think you're looking at maybe a a fifth round. Uh, grade uh, NFL draft grade for him so I think he wants to come back and I think if he does he'll be at least a second or third round guy maybe he could be first in my opinion he's a first rounder if you're looking for a center a smart guy who can handle it all he's the guy but we'll see what happens so I think he's coming back too much too many centers for him to be dicking around going in this draft and in one more year with what looks like a very talented Michigan offense coming back I, th- I think it's going to be awesome. Plus, we need him. Maybe it's a little bit of my own selfish uh, thinking or want, but we're going to need him because we're going to be missing uh, two. Well, we're losing Runyon, Bredesen, and on when you. So we're missing three guys already. But Ryan, uh, oh, God, can't remember the kid's, the kid's name. Anyways, the left tackle, they would either be Stuber or this Ryan kid. I can't believe I'm fucking forgetting his last name. Anyways, we all know who he is. Started this year when Jalen Mayfield was hurt, or on the other side when Stuber was hurt, and then Runyon was hurt, blah, blah. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, So 
Then you have uh, Chuck Filiaga, I think, is going to get the start. And then um, don't know who's going to get the other the other one in there at guard. We'll see how that how it plays itself out. But uh, we need senior leadership, and there's no better senior leadership than from the center. And I really believe uh, Ruiz is going to stay, and he's going to be that guy. So he's going to be our he's going to be our captain. Uh, Milton, I think same thing. Uh, he's going to get the start, and I'll tell you more about that in a minute. Also, Quiddy Pay on the defense. I'm going to go with three three captains this year because they had three this year. Um, Quiddy Pay on the defense is the most solid uh, of them all. I mean, I think he's the most focused. He's probably a vocal leader on that team. I would assume everything I've ever read or listened to the guy it seems like he's super respected on that team. So I would I would say Quiddy Pay, but it wouldn't shock me if it was Aiden Hutchinson or even Amory Thomas because I think Amory Thomas is going to stay. So, with that being done, next year's captains, write it down. It's going to be Milton, Ruiz, and Quiddy Pay. Now, uh, I think Dwumfor sticks around because, uh, let's face it, he had an injury-plagued season this year, and I think he wants to improve his draft stock because I don't think his draft stock is impressive this year just because, like I said, he was injured for most of it. Um, so he's definitely going to want to do that. And let's face it, he can be the the star on that defensive tackle, uh, that defensive tackle room. I mean, I think Chris Hinton's going to be the guy, but Dwumfor is the senior leadership. Also, we're looking for in the middle of that line. So we're going to go with Dwumfor staying. Amory Thomas. I think a lot of talk has been said that he's waiting to see how he does in this game against Bama. And let's face it, I think that's a smart move. You know, you wait and see how you do against literally three, three or four, three of them at least are going to be first round draft picks, right? So you want to see how you do against uh, Ruggs or uh, Judy. Uh, I don't know about Devonta, whatever his last name is. I don't know where he's at, but I know if you got Ruggs or Judy, you definitely want to see how you do against those kids. I think he's going to have a decent game against them, but I think he will do better as once again, a senior leader on this Michigan team next season. He'll be the Levert Hill of next season. So I think Ambry stays, even though he's going to be tempted because he's going to have a pretty good game against those guys. Um, I think Christian Turner, you might as well put him in the in the transfer portal now, would be my guess. Um, look at the running back room that we have right now. He's hurt as it is, and he seems to be injury prone to be quite honest with you. So an injury-prone kid who has a lot of talent. I mean, I'm not saying that he needs to leave because he doesn't have the talent to compete. I just don't know being injury-prone if the if the coaches are really going to want to lean on him as much. So with, uh, with, I mean, look at who we got coming back. We got Chris Evans. I mean, you got Haskins and Charbonnet alone. Come on, man. How are you going to crack that? You can't if you're always hurt. I mean, even uh, concession stand manager fucking Ben Van Sumeren is practicing with the tight ends right now. So he's even gotten the hint. So I would say you would see uh, Christian Turner hit the hit the transfer portal. And if he does, God bless him because the kid has got breakaway speed. And I hope that he gets over this injury bug and he really finds a school that can help him. This is my guess only, right? So then uh, DPJ, I think, enters the the – the NFL draft. I don't think he's going to stick around. I don't think. I think he's pretty much done with this. I think that's in his head already. 
Um, even though I don't think he had a good enough year to do it, I still think that his talent level is off the charts. I mean, the kid's smart. <laughs> normally good hands. I don't know where they've been lately, but normally good hands and a pretty good route runner. Uh, I think you can use him for a lot, and I like his size and his speed, so I think he goes in the NFL draft. And don't be surprised if, if he's the second, maybe even third-round draft pick. Um, let's see here. Nico Collins, this, everybody's been talking about. I think he stays. I really do because he can be the stud in that locker room next year with the wide receivers. And with my belief that Joe Milton's going to be the guy, I think you can see Nico Collins have a true historic season with Michigan. Especially with DPJ gone and Tariq Black gone. Um, I, I, I mean, they're going to need somebody to lead them, right? Because you're going to have... The Giles Jackson, the Cornelius Johnsons, the Mike Sanders stills, all ready to go. But you need that guy, and he has—he is phenomenal. Like I've compared him to Randy Moss. I know he's not that talented or whatever, but his body size, the way he runs routes, how good he is going up against guys. Let's face it, that Ohio State game wasn't truly. Uh, indicative of who he really is because we all saw how many Okuna can't guard anybody without pulling their jersey or doing whatever and they don't call him half as much as they should so it's not you know whatever but I think Nico stays because he really he could be first round draft pick he comes back next year with Milton throwing him the ball um let's see Ruiz already talked about Ruiz coming back. So now let's get into the the one that I am already ca- not really catching flack for, but not a lot of people believe me, and that's fine. I am throwing this out here only because I have been paying attention to this kid because I come from Denver, Colorado. I was a huge Ed McCaffrey fan, huge Ed McCaffrey fan. When he played for the Broncos, I loved that guy. He caught everything. He was big. He was crazy sneaky fast for how big he was caught everything it didn't matter he could get plastered going across the middle he would still come up with that ball and he talked massive shit i love this guy i loved him loved him loved him and if you know anything about the family they have one of the more adorable families you'll ever see they all are in on one another 100 percent. love the mccaffrey family super super great family it makes it's one of those families where you love to be that you'd want to be a part of it you know what i mean because they're so supportive of one another but it still busts their balls it's great it's a great family anyways ed mccaffrey so my my this is my prediction and this is why i believe it i'm going to say that uh run dmc dylan mccaffrey will enter the transfer portal and go to UNC. That, not North Carolina, but Northern Colorado. I know it sounds crazy. At face value, it sounds ludicrous. I understand this. But let me break down some facts to you, and maybe you'll see it my way. If not, we'll laugh at it if I'm wrong, and then I'll just another feather in my cap if I'm right. Um, so Ed McCaffrey, his father, just took the head coaching job at North at Northern Colorado. One. One key. Two. When Dylan McCaffrey was hurt this year, he had he went back to Denver just so he can visit with his doctors there in Colorado. 
Not saying that he didn't trust the doctors or he wasn't being taken care of properly in Michigan, because we all know that's not true. They take good care of their people. But there's a familiarity there. He's home. He probably has known those doctors for a long time, or his dad vouches for those doctors, right? So he went there to be checked out. Maybe they were even specialists, right? So he is injury prone. So with that being said, let's say he does win the starting job. He probably won't finish the season as the starter because he plays way too aggressive for his body style. That's not really here or there, but that adds into some things. Um, There are mad rumors that Harbaugh once again is going to go for one of the two prize jewels of the transfer portal quarterbacks, and that is uh, K.J. Costello or J.T. Daniels. Both crazy stud quarterbacks. Now, for me, I don't think, on a side note, I don't like this idea of Harbaugh doing this, and I don't think he's going to, because I really do believe it sets a bad precedent or sets a bad example to other high-level recruits that you may be recruiting as a Michigan recruiter, right? When you're going into somebody's house, you want them to believe they're going to play for you. Well, if every year Harbaugh's been there, he has a transfer quarterback that comes in and somehow some way starts for us, what does that tell you? That you have a better chance of not going to Michigan, but going somewhere else and then transferring to them a year or two later. Right, if Harbaugh does this, and I, I mean, let's face it, how can you really complain with? You can't really argue with the thing because if he's going to get KJ Costello, who was pretty fantastic, oh, before he got hurt with Stanford, and Stanford is nowhere near as talented as Michigan when it comes to wide receivers and overall uh, offensive scheme, and then JT Daniels, if JT Daniels can start for USC, which is obviously an offensive powerhouse for the most part, if they had real coaching, they would have done something by now. I, that's one of those cases where coaching is everything. Um, if he's available, you got to try and go for him, right? I don't think he's going to because I really do believe Milton's got it. For, and there's another reason why I don't think McCaffrey, I think McCaffrey's going to go into the transfer portal is because when Milton was asked, are you worried or, you know, what do you think about when you're being transferred? I can't even, you know, or would you transfer? I don't know how the question went down, but I know what his answer was because I wrote it down, right? He said, nope, go blue, man. That was very quick and right to the point. Most of the time, when they're interviewed, they will meander around the whatever you want to hear. They'll beat around the bush and finally tell you absolutely nothing. But that was quick and fast, and he's being patient. Why? Because I really do believe he knows, and there's also been rumors, and let's face it, a lot of these rumors on Twitter are bullshit. Absolute bullshit. So I'm not really putting a lot of stock into it, but it wouldn't shock me. There, There's a rumor going around right now that Milton has already... Uh, overtaken uh, the second, the backup role from McCaffrey in this bowl season. Now, I have no clue if that's real or not, but let's just say it's a rumor. Well, it's a rumor, right? So that adds into one more thing I could just be saying. You never know. It could be true. Who cares, right? But just for the sake of argument, for a great argument, let's just say it is. I don't think McCaffrey, and then everybody, okay, I just I think he's going to be gone just for those reasons. Because here's the thing: what if you do stay if you're if you're uh, McCaffrey? So let's say you stay, and 
Harbaugh does go for a a uh, transfer quarterback. That's one more year you don't start. Now you're a junior. Now you're going into your senior year with Costello, who I think is a redshirt sophomore. So where's your starting then? Are you going to be able? Do you think if you couldn't out if you couldn't beat out Costello before, you think you're going to do it again? You couldn't beat out Shea Patterson. You think you're going to do it again? And what kind of faith does that show in Harbaugh having you if he's already going out? You're the known backup, and he's going out to get another transfer quarterback. Let alone now you got Milton coming up looking good, and then the rumors of Cade McNown looking fantastic. So now you've got to deal with that. You're an injury-prone kid who has strong family ties in Colorado. Your dad just took over the job at Northern Colorado. You can go there, and you're not going to be overlooked because, let's face it, uh, it doesn't matter now in this day and age. I mean, look at Josh Allen. Josh Allen played for Wyoming, played nobody. Nobody but his physical talents with his speed and his arm really got him noticed. Plus, if you're Dylan McCaffrey, you can play lesser talent. You can really showcase your speed. You can get bigger. You can get stronger. And no stress of really anybody overtaking you because you're probably the best recruit Northern Colorado has ever seen in the last 50-some-odd years. Right? Plus, your dad knows who you are and knows how to work with you. Right? Okay. Also, oh man, there was something else I wanted to say with that. Um, oh, and let's not act like going to Michigan and being Michigan's starting quarterback is a guarantee into the NFL. It's It hasn't been. And it hasn't been for quite a while. We haven't had a quarterback go in the first two rounds of the NFL draft since... Fuck, dude, I started at 1990 because I didn't want to have to go all the way back, right? So since 1990, I'll just read off how many quarterbacks we've had go into the NFL to present, okay, and where they got drafted. And you tell me if staying at Michigan is a guaranteed look at getting into the NFL because I'm telling you it's not. 19, I started 1990. We have no quarterbacks getting drafted until 1995. Second round, Todd Collins. Great fucking pick, by the way. Loved that kid when he played. Then, nothing until 98. Third rounder, Brian Greasy. Won the national title, goes to the Broncos. Then, we don't have anything until 2006 round. The GOAT himself, Tom Brady, my favorite Michigan quarterback of all time. Anyways, I know everybody says that. No, I knew it when he played. I've been saying this forever. But anyways, I digress. We'll get back to it. Then, 2003... Sixth round, Drew Henson. Still, only one player since 1990, and now we're into 2003. One player since 1990 to 2003 that have gone in the first two rounds of the NFL draft. Um, 2003, sixth round, Drew Henson. 2004, seventh round, John Navarre. 2008, second round, Chad Henney. That's it. So, and then 2016, so it goes from 2008 to 2016 when Jake Ruddock gets picked in the sixth round. So two players, two players since 1990. And we're looking at what, 2020? And what, maybe Shea Patterson gets picked up in the fifth, sixth round? Maybe? 
Maybe. So just because you go and you play at Michigan as quarterback doesn't necessarily mean that's a lock to get you into the NFL. But if you go to Northern Colorado where your dad is a well-respected coach and NFL wide receiver, your older brother Christian is a stud in the NFL, your other brother Max used to play in the NFL for the uh, Green Bay Packers, NFL teams are going to be interested. Even if there's only three I can guarantee, which would be the Broncos, the the uh, the Broncos, the Giants, and what was the other uh, McCaffrey team? Oh, 49ers. Those three, if anything, would take a look. Only because Kyle Shanahan is from Denver, Colorado. He grew up there. Because uh, I remember kicking him out of a nightclub numerous times as he told me, do you know who my father is when the Denver Broncos beat the New York Giant, uh, New York Jets in the AFC Championship game to go on to, uh, I believe, to beat the Atlanta Falcons in that Super Bowl. So, yes, uh, he's got Denver ties. Ed McCaffrey's well-respected. Go home to where you know the doctors. Your your family's there. You're, you, you've grown up there. It's home to you. And your father will probably build a, an offense that that is only showcases your talents. And let's face it, you're going up against talent that you're far superior than. So you can really boost a lot of your stats. It's a smart move. It's a smart play. Or you could stay at Michigan, be injury prone, maybe not even start because Milton's a stud, Cade McNow's not slowing down for anybody, and Harbaugh maybe even going after another fucking transfer quarterback. So you could do that and waste two more years at Michigan not doing a damn thing. It's up to him. But I'll tell you, I'd rather go home and take my chances because it's not like your daddy's just some dickhead that works out of Circle K. Your dad's Ed Mother Effing McCaffrey and your brother's Christian Motherfucking McCaffrey. So you've got NFL ties, NFL bloodlines, and you're telling me that you can't you can't make it into the NFL or you won't even be looked at? I, I, I find that hard to believe. I really do. I find it hard to believe. Now, listen, I'm not trying to run him off. I love the kid's game. And if you have listened to me through this last two seasons, I have been a very big fan of Run DMC. Very big fan. Matter of fact, I didn't want Shea Patterson starting anywhere near this after the, after the Wisconsin game. I just wanted uh, Run DMC as soon as he could get back. And I'm a real believer that if Run DMC didn't get hurt this year, he would have started for Shea Patterson, and who knows where we would have been, right? I just, we don't know. But there's too much against him right now to waste two more years hoping his talent level wins out. When he could go home and he could have a better chance at it, and still, he has just as much guarantee of getting to the NFL with Northern Colorado as he does with Michigan. Because as I've shown you, Michigan's only had two players in the last fucking uh, 20-something, 30 years that have gone in the first two rounds. I mean, hell, anybody. I think I could probably, if I was in better shape, go get at least uh, go in the NFL draft and get fucking drafted in the seventh round. Obviously, it's a joke, guys. I know I couldn't do it. I'm just saying, uh, when Ruddock, fuck Navarre, and Drew Henson, all sixth or seventh round draft picks. Chad Henney and Todd Collins were the only two in the second round with even, if you want to throw Brian Greasy into the third, that's it. That's all. It's not like we're quarterback you anymore. So let's just face it. I think he's going to go. And if he's smart, he'll go. He's got two years. He can't waste this. 
He just can't. So maybe he stays one more year. So maybe I'm off a year. Maybe he stays one more year, sees how it works out. And if he doesn't, I guarantee you, if he does not start next season, he stays with Michigan, he doesn't start next season, he's not going to waste his time at Michigan again. He's going to grad transfer over to UNC and play with his dad. Guarantee it. So I may be off a year, but I'm telling you right now, he will not finish his career with Michigan. I'm just telling you, I don't believe it. I don't believe it to be true. So this was an interesting episode, right? I hope you guys like it. I gave you some stuff. I like to think that I researched some of it because some of it you don't have to really delve too deep into it to make a, a prediction. But this this McCaffrey one I've been paying attention to because I really love their family. I have been a big, like I said, I'm a big fan, big fan. So we're going to get going. I love this episode. I had a lot of fun. Now, when all this breaks out, we're going to have a uh, recap episode to see where my predictions, where they fell, and see how <laughs> either how great or how shitty they were. Um, and then, oh, last prediction. Ryan Day is going to be found out to be half man, half rat. And then also, we're going to find out that Urban Meyer has been secretly coaching this team this whole last season. That's why he was at that game. That's why he was so invested. That's why whenever Ryan Day does any type of uh, interview, uh, Big Daddy Urban Meyer is right there to make sure he doesn't say anything dumb. And then also that's why Ryan Day has to read out of the script because that's what Big Daddy Urban gives him to read. And he better not do anything that Big Daddy doesn't tell him to or he's going to get a little spanking on his little rat-ass bottom because that's what Daddy does. Uh, Big Daddy Urban Meyer has still been coaching uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes. He's not going to let this. He knew what kind of quality team he had. He wasn't just going to hand that over to a rat-looking motherfucker like Ryan Day. He's going to he's going to shadow coach that fucking team, and that's why he was so because he thought this team had a chance to be a national title winner. And you think he's going to let that motherfucker get all the credit? Fuck that. Urban Meyer coached this team behind the scenes. We'll find it out. Because, I mean, let's face it. How hard has it got to be to show up on set and blather, blather on about football? I mean, he's really smart. But, you know what I mean? It doesn't take much for a guy like that. He probably shadow coached a lot of it. That's my other prediction. So, guys, let's get out of here. This has been a fantastic episode. I loved it. Had a lot of fun. And, guys, please, feel free. If you think I'm full of shit, put it on there. But at least have a good argument. Right? Put Have a good argument. Come fun. Come fun. That's weird. That's a weird saying. Uh, come correct. You know, don't be an asshole about things. And we'll talk. Have a great time. I love talking to my maniacs because we are just guys and girls who love Michigan football. And we have a good time talking about it. We don't have to bring the Twitter hate anywhere near our little family. So... I'll talk about it, though. I love it. I just had a, a really decent conversation with the guy on Instagram about that post. So um, I don't know if you're listening, Maniac Coverage or whatever, uh, Michigan, I don't know, whatever the guy's tw- uh, Instagram handle is. But it was great. I really enjoyed it. So, um, guys, like I always say, it is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. It is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. It's testing. It's trying. It's frustrating, but it's still great to be a Michigan Wolverine. And always and forever, guys, go blue.